0: When we put a goal on the board, you know, whatever you want to call it, our brain immediately goes, well, I can't, I can't, I don't even know how that's going to happen. So it's not going to happen, right? Because we look at it like a goal. And she said, I substituted the word miracle for the word goal, because for some, this just an association. We don't associate miracles with anything that we can do. Yeah. Right. And so I thought, wow, that that is amazing to shift that because it it still makes it like, okay, it's possible that it could happen. I don't know how it would happen, but it could happen. Right. As opposed to goals where you're like, I have to do it. It's all on my shoulders. I don't know how it's going to happen. And that is now I just don't even know that it's real, like a possible thing.
1: That you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Be It Till You See It interview recap, where my co host in life, Brad, and I are going to dig into the motivating conversation I had with Hazel Ortega in our last episode. If you haven't yet listened to that interview, feel free to pause this, go back and listen to that one, and then come back and join us. Let me just say you're gonna wanna listen to both of these. Yeah, we haven't even finished this episode, but I know it's gonna be great. But the one that we're recapping is out there. And I listened to it again. I've I've listened to it several times now. And every time I'm like, oh, I just feel I feel ready. I feel motivated. So motivated. Any- anyways, gotta go listen to Hazel. You will be inspired. Um, y'all, I wanted to say real quick. There's a lot of exciting things going on. The end of the year is just I don't know about you, but it's just it's like everything happens. Everyone's like, we got to get it done. Before. It doesn't
0: feel like there's enough time. There's way too many projects to finish or get up or get out, like yeah. all the things. It's pretty insane.
1: Yeah. So we um, crunch we, have time. T- we have two things in our crunch time. One, we actually um, announced Elevate, which is my program for Pilates teachers. It is a mentorship program that starts in January. It's already filling up super fast. And it is different than any other program I've seen out there because – When you
0: say mentorship program, for what specifically? Oh,
1: for Pilates teachers. For mostly – so if you've gone through a training, you know you know a lot and you also know that you – what you don't know. And and then there's these pressures in the industry to be perfect at teaching and perfect at the exercises and that there's right and wrongs and –
0: and I never start until I have it nailed. Anyway, so right, no, right. I'm teasing, <laughs> and, but that's
1: what that's what I see happen a lot with so many teachers, and we we coach them in their business, and I can see what their retention is like, and that's a that can be a problem in growing your business, and also they the mindset that get they get in their own way, and so I wanted to create this really awesome, encouraging space for teachers who wanted to learn Joseph Pilates method in a way that's – not right or wrong. It, there's a lot of gray area in there. There's a lot of room for exploring. And so I thought now is actually a really great time because everyone can do it from their comforts of their own home and studio. Yeah. And then they can see all these other types of bodies, some with back fusion, some with just lower back pain, some of them shorter, some of them hypermobile, and they can see the same exercises in each other. And then they get to teach each other and get tons of feedback. And so it's going to be this incredible incredible experience and I can't wait for them to be together because when I did a mentorship, not only was it really freeing for my teaching, but some of those people I was with are like like some of my closest friends right now. And so I'm really excited for them to have that. So that's Elevate program.
0: Well, so just to clarify a little bit more for those out there who are Pilates teachers, um, Leslie is classically trained. So this is going to be focused on uh, like the classical method. And it is open to classical and non-classical teachers. Mm-hmm. It's not a bridge program. It is simply like a continuing ed program for teachers who already, you know, uh, feel like they they've they've taken their train not feel like you've taken your training. You are a teacher, but you're ready to go to the next level. Um, this would be the Elevate program would be for you.
1: Yeah. So uh, check it out. the no- The link is in the show notes. Um,
0: yeah, or just I've- go to lesleylogan.co/slash/elevate.
1: Oh, or go there lesleylogan.co/slash/elevate. Yeah. um and then one more
0: quick announcement here what is it we are looking for an assistant podcast producer for this podcast
1: (laughs) oh my god can you believe it i can't believe i also love that we're announcing it during like the miracle goals uh (laughs) recap episode because like i don't think we thought we'd be in this position to hire someone this soon y'all this is only episode 46
0: Right. Yeah. It's only been, you know, not even six months here of the pod. And uh, we're definitely uh, excited to be, uh, uh, you know, entertaining, uh, you know, interviews and stuff. So if if this is uh, uh, it's a it's part time, I work remote, all the things. If you want to read more about the role uh, or if you feel like, you know, someone who would fit with the role, um, just go to lesleyloganco slash hiring.
1: I can't even wait to see what this is going to be. I mean, we're just like, it's going to be great. Get ready. Whoever you are, we're going to be doing some miracle goal planning with this pod. Okay. Well, Let's get into it. What is the question we got from our listeners this week?
0: All right. This one was kind of funny. I think it was uh, was supposed to be funny. But the question was, did we dress up for Halloween?
1: Well, it had to be funny because I posted zero pictures of any dressing up. So uh, I think this is more of like, a yep, funny. Like, haha, did you do it?
0: (laughs) The answer is totally did not.
1: No, (laughs) no. Unless you consider. In fact,
0: not only did we not dress up, we didn't even buy any candy.
1: Oh, my God. We're like the Grinch. of Halloween and and not on purpose, y'all. First, slight defense. We don't even go to the grocery store. So yeah, not that, really. like buying candy in bags would require me being in the public to see if we need bags of candy. Second, it also requires you knowing what day it is. And um we work so much in the future sometimes that I don't realize what dates are coming up and <laughs> unless there's like a notification of some kind. So Clearly, when you put on our calendar, buy candy. You have a neighborhood of kids, so they literally knocked that's, on the door. That's
0: super true. This is the um, you know second Halloween that we've been here, and last Halloween was really deceptive because we literally we got all excited. Leslie and I, we 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 like sat in our office where we could see the kids who were supposed to walk by, and there was like one group.
1: We watched Hocus Pocus, and because Brad had never seen it, which <laughs> by the way, raise your hand if that's your favorite <laughs> Halloween movie, but also. We put the bowl out there and only one van of kids came. Yeah. And they like threw the bowl everywhere. Candy went flying. Oh, no.
0: Those were the teenagers that came late at night and they just stole all the rest of the candy. Yeah.
1: yeah. It was. So anyways, we kind of missed out. And then. The- so,
0: yeah. This year we didn't do much. And then our neighbor um, rang our doorbell, even though our light was off. I swear I thought that was the universal indicator of we're not participating in Halloween. Our front porch light was off, people. Yeah. The doorbell still rang and me being a dummy opened it. I was like, oh, hey. And then I was like, oh, hey, there's like 10 kids here. I was like,
1: eh. And he had to tell five-year-olds, we don't have any Sorry. candy. <laughs> so anyways, Oops. big fail in adulting. Total fail. Um, I promise to the neighborhood we will get our act together by next Halloween. And uh, I may just start dropping candy off at random kids' houses throughout the year. Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> All right. Hilarious. Thanks I for that it.
1: question. You can send your questions in to the Be It Pod on Instagram. As you know, you cannot fit you in around everything else. Instead, I have my students schedule their life around their Pilates. I want to give you a free 30-minute Pilates workout. Go to com slash pod. Again, com slash B-E-I-T-P-O-D. And let me help you make time for you. At OPC, our 30-minute workouts help you do life better.
0: Now let's talk about Hazel Ortega. Hazel Ortega is a psychologist, an entrepreneur, and an author. She's a firm believer that sharing your story can change the world, and pursuing an education will immediately change yours. She grew up in a very dangerous part of Los Angeles with gangs and violence. She put herself through high school and college in her 20s as a mom of three um, she talks about that uh, a lot in her uh, her you know last episode and when she was sharing her story. she has become an inspiration to women around the globe uh, she focuses on building community uh, of like minded individuals who want to make change in their lives um, lots of really inspiring, really motivating uh things uh, with with hazel it's she's got quite a story
1: she's such a story i I really okay. Y'all, I, I almost like if I could have been drinking something, I think I would have spit it all over my computer when she said you like you're a big fish. Someone told her you're a big fish in a small pond. She's like, you can't be a big fish in a small pond. You don't you don't like it's true. You can't
0: grow to be a big fish in a small pond.
1: Correct. <laughs> I mean, the way that reptiles and fish like just, you know, because I grew up with like snakes and lizards. If you don't keep getting them a bigger tank,
0: they don't go they bigger. don't
1: get any yeah, bigger. Think
0: about your goldfish. Right, the, how come how come a goldfish can stay this big its whole life? But then you know when it gets uh, put into a massive pond, it grows to be a foot long.
1: Yeah. By the way, some place in this country, you're, there's a bunch of goldfish that people have been throwing, and they're like, "Please don't put your goldfish in this pond." So don't throw your goldfish <laughs> in a pond to see how big it grows. It's not good for the environment. Anyways, <laughs> um, I just fish. liked it because I. Th- I think we keep I think a lot of us wait in the container we're in for the invitation to go to a bigger container or we've been told you're a big fish in a small pond. And it's like you got to get into other ponds and you got to try them out and you got to see what the water is like. And I mean, not that like our apartment was holding us back, but it is crazy insane when we took ourselves out of our small studio working from home. We still work from home into working from a space that's five times the size. Yeah. <laughs> like our 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 idea everything is bigger. Everything is bigger. And so maybe you can't move, but go to a park then where there's no walls and dream and work from there. But you gotta or put yourself in like other theoretical ponds so that you can actually grow your ideas, your mind, your possibilities. I loved it.
0: Or your ponds could be different communities.
1: 100 percent you can like there's little schools of fish everywhere
0: yes there are uh awesome well um what'd you like yeah so i thought this was interesting she was talking about the way uh her her internal assumption on her own life when she was prompted by she she began to get some coaching and she began to really start to see um like the future differently but not necessarily for her right so when they said when she was asked you know what you know what's your five-year goals she was like i don't have any goals and she kind of dug into that and she said you're not going to feel the same five years from now as you do today now that's her conclusion you know but what she was talking about was when she looked at herself she was just like this is life i better hold on to what i got because it's not going to be any different down the road than it is right now this moment for me right and uh, she started to, uh, uh, you know, she she realized that she never had been, in, you know, encouraged to dream, uh, to explore, to un, like internalize growth, change, uh, you know, winning. She never was encouraged to do any of those things. And so she was going through life with this assumption that, you know, this is as good as it's going to get. I got my, you know, my, my $15 an hour job. And I just got to go home and deal with my kids. And that was it, you know. And uh, after uh, beginning to, uh, she, she, was, she said she, she shared how she was um, recommended for a job at a, a law firm that she wasn't qualified for from an educational standpoint, but she got the job anyway um, on referrals. And how that really shifted uh, the way that she began to see what the future could be um and so her conclusion at the end of it is you're not going to feel the same five years from now as you do today uh and and i i think that that's a great thing yeah you know like we are we should be uh constantly growing and shifting and changing and pursuing that growth uh and you know i I think it's important to be reminded of that sometimes it
1: makes me think of joanna vargas is like how does it get any better than this like yeah they want i remember the story of like she won some trip on a, on a helicopter, or she was like in a helicopter to a dinner. And she looks at all these people who, you know, they're all successful in their own right. And she's like, how's it getting any better than this? And she, and like, some people were like, girl, we're on a helicopter going <laughs> to dinner. Like, what more do you want? But it's actually like, you don't, if you feel really good right now, it can be better than that five years from now, if you wanted to. to. Yeah. Right. Right. So I love, I, I think that was a really cool part of the conversation. It was really fun, yeah. she's just great i It's just I, every time I listen to her, I'm like, oh gotta do i got more miracles, I gotta put more miracles on the wall
0: more miracles, oh man, that's another thing we could have talked about too is you know she talked about um um goals, uh you know how we were like goals, goals, you know, okay, what are your five year goals and uh I've never heard anybody suggest this before, but It makes, it's completely logical to me. When we put a goal on the board, you know, whatever you want to call it, our brain immediately goes, well, (laughs) I can't, I can't, I don't even know how that's going to happen. So it's not going to happen, right? Because we look at it like a goal. And she said, I substituted the word miracle for the word goal because for some, there's just an association. We don't associate miracles with anything that we can do. Yeah. Right? And so I thought, wow, that, that is amazing to shift that because it, it still makes it like, okay, it's possible that it could happen. I don't know how it would happen, but it could happen, right? As opposed to goals where you're like, I have to do it. It's all on my shoulders. Yeah. I don't know how it's going to happen. And that is now I just don't even know that it's a real, like right. a possible thing.
1: Right. Right. It's like, and you can listen to all the people, including all the people we've had on the show. It's like, take another step, take it for a first step. And it's like, if you, if you are making it a goal and you've never seen it done. Right. And you uh, don't know how to get there. you It's really hard to go, okay, I'm just going to blindly step in this. But I love the word miracles because we, we all are so are like, oh, it was a miracle that that happened. It means that like all these things conspired sure. with you to do what you want. And I think it's so fun. Cause as soon as we shifted our mind on that, cause I think we were, I don't know if it was like a conscious awareness, but we were kind of struggling with like, what's next and how do we do the next thing? And so we went on that walk. I like, I told her and I like, like, okay, what are the miracles we're having? And yeah, <laughs> and it was scary and exciting.
0: Yeah. And, and I think that that's also important. You know, those, those, um, those like wildly ambitious, crazy, uh, like I, I like almost like can't even conceptualize goals. That's important that they're that big because then it, you know, it, because it's not necessarily something that you have control over all of these things. I mean, you, don't you have
1: control over most of the things.
0: Right. Right. You know, <laughs> so anyway, I, I, I loved that she substituted miracles uh, for the word goals in the way she thinks about her future, um, taking a lot of that, like, you know, how do I do it question out of it? Yeah. And then that allowed her to still be excited about the possibilities. So,
1: yeah. Into it.
0: Yeah. All right. One extra talking interview talking point there. <laughs> Watch Sli- out, everyone. We're getting crazy. We're
1: slipping it right in. <laughs> all right. Well, let's go. Be yeah. it action items.
0: Finally, let's talk about Hazel's uh, be it action items. What bold, executable, intrinsic or targeted action items. Can we take away from your convo with her? Um, she, uh, she said something that, that uh, I thought was really attainable. Uh, and she said to surround yourself with others who are making the changes uh, that you want to see, right? And um, I don't know if she exactly said it like directly like that, but what she did uh, was at, when she was a mom and was learning how to manage her money, uh, she started to share with her other moms and other friends, hey, I'm learning how to balance my budget. You know, is that something you would want to do too? Let's do it together so that we can you know be excited for each other and And she began to create this community of uh, moms learning about money yeah and uh, and I think that that uh, that's exactly why we created OPC. You oh, know, yeah. because when you're just alone in your apartment or house, like trying to chip away at your Pilates practice, it just feels so isolated and alone. I mean, we all experienced this over the past year and a half with the changes in the world because of COVID and like isolationism and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, the idea of creating a community, even if it's an online, you know, virtual community, uh, of of people who are celebrating that they did their practice. They're celebrating the 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 changes that they're seeing in their body and in their mindset and their in their life because of what they're practicing with Pilates is so exciting. And uh uh, you know, that's so that that's why uh uh she's recommending this uh, yeah. to surround yourself with others who are also making that kind of a change.
1: It's scary and so doable. I think we're all waiting for the invitation, but just be the invitee. You don't actually have to be the host of it. You could say, I'm I'm doing this we have a friend who does this she just throws out an idea to a group of people and then like people come and no one is the host but like everyone got together and I think it starts off that way and the conversations are there but the worst thing anyone can say is no and and that's actually not a bad thing it's like okay so you just keep going but I, I do think it's um something that's very tangible and doesn't have to cost you anything so I love that a lot
0: yeah well, what about you? What's your be it action item? Of
1: course, of course, I chose this one. So, draw your vision. She drew it out, and she has it framed on 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 a wall, and it really is like if someone drew with like a pen, like yeah, it's like
0: a magic marker.
1: Yeah, it's like you know, it's not. It's just, it doesn't have to be like beautiful and artistic, but I do what I see a lot when I'm coaching people in their business and where they want to grow it. They can't articulate it if actual words. Like I feel like right, I. Th- Feel like they get hung up on what word to choose because they're trying they want to make sure it's right there's that perfection in yeah, there Yeah,
0: that quote unquote right
1: that right and it's like but if you draw it it's just a little bit easier to let your mind flow or you can grab magazine clippings or or go on pinterest and just print off some things so i'm a big fan of this um we are we're currently working on ours it's not drawing we're going to print some stuff because Y'all, so I'll, I'll, I'm left-handed. It's just a hot mess. So just smudges <laughs> and smears. Um, but uh, but you can do this right now, and especially as the year is ending, like, do it. Even if you only do it for next year, even if you like are like, I can't even think beyond 2022. I can't believe it's even here. Just draw what you want for that, and and make yeah. it a miracle. Yep.
0: Yeah. yeah, that's the beginning of your vision board.
1: Yeah. Well, anyways this is so fun i just we could talk about hazel for a long time so uh we'll we'll have to do this again we'd love to know your takeaways definitely screenshot this tag hazel ortega official and us with what inspired you about the podcast and thank you again for joining us all the time we are so grateful that you're here um let us know here doing this with dms on our instagram pod and until next time
0: be it till you see it bye for now
1: you see it is a production of as the crows fly media
0: it's written produced filmed and recorded by your host leslie logan and me brad kroll
1: kevin and bell at disenio handle all of our audio editing and some social media content
0: our theme music is by ali at apex production music and our branding by designer and artist Gianfranco franco
1: special thanks to our designer jaira mondal for creating all of our visuals which you can't see because this is a podcast And our digital producer, Jay Pedroso, for editing all the video each week so you can. And
0: to Meredith Kroll for keeping us all on point and on time.